On today's episode, the plot of Stephen King's Cell hits the DC Universe. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's a creepy blue blur with human teeth? We try the awesome Blossom Con, along with Newsflash, two episodes of Whole Patrol, <laughs> comics and more on Homo Superior! Well, Brent is gay, and Adam's gay, and Clark is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Ryan's gay! It's Homo Superior! Issue oh. 88. Wow. Oh. Yes. Okay, so... That was so horrifying, Adam. How do you guys not get my irreverent okay. humor? Yeah. Because <laughs> none of it makes sense. So you so you wrote this down. Let's break and, it down. And when you wrote it down, it made no sense. I read it out loud to them, but when you said it, I did get it. <laughs> I said it and forget. I bet there's yeah, a... You're better like in person than you are on the page. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can only imagine a work email from you. There's gotta be, there's definitely at least one person on that's listening to this podcast that has read or heard of Stephen King's Cell. No, no, no. I know Stephen King's Cell. I when you wrote it out like you this, didn't I understand. didn't. But when you said it like the crazy person you are, I understood. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny that uh, Clark said that was horrifying because we're talking about a horror comic, horror yeah. superhero comic first. Yes. Deceased number one, written by one of our favorite writers, Tom Taylor. Yeah. The first issue just came out this past week. Can you explain it all to me? Explain it all like did you, you read did it? in all? the yeah. Avengers recap. So, Listen to that one, Okay, guys. so uh, 20 minutes later. <laughs> no, it's uh, basically uh, Darkseid is, uh, attacks Earth. Uh, the, the Justice League, I always called them the Avengers. This is completely Justice. standalone It's story. a standalone thing. It's out of continuity. It's yeah. non-canonical. Six issue series right and yeah. so uh basically it's 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 zombies invading the dc universe but the way it happens is dark side is invaded earth the justice league repel him but he basically <laughs> like accomplishes mission because he captures cyborg who is the living embodiment of an, uh, a, a weapon from apocalypse the planet that dark side's from and so he's always looking for the anti-life equation and as i've said before in previous podcasts the anti-life equation isn't death it is the subversion of free will. So well, it's what slavery. Does that mean? It's it means that if somebody hears the uh, anti life equation, they become a slave of dark side. Yeah, well what is it? The equation? You want yeah. me to tell you so you can be my no. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Two plus two. No, don't, I don't wanna hear it. Don't tell me. Equals seven. <laughs> no! It's just a plot device to get you don't even know anything about his backstory. It's a plot device to get zombies. I was very confused by that, but I was like, I'm Brent, I'm Brent in this one. You have to explain everything. <laughs> I touched your thigh really high. Just, you're like wearing very short shorts. Yeah. Yeah. How does it Hey, how did I meet you? There's a little hair on it. Hey, did he give you consent? Oh, oh. That's, that's that's see that's the anti-life equation right there. He's not giving consent or not taking that's consent. True. So um, he tries to uh, uh, try he tries to get the anti-life equation, which is something that Darkseid's always wanted. Yeah, and ends up kind of backfiring on him. So he rips his own head off. So just yeah, because the one part about the comic um, that I didn't fully understand was that it was because he so they had to summon death. To keep him alive, to keep Cyborg alive. Correct. And the, the Black Racer. Summon well, deceased. No, I was pointing to quick synopsis. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I'm trying to digest the issue. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, yeah. In general, like, there's zombies on Earth, and then <laughs> the big ending is like Superman. He saves his wife, son, and also Damian Wayne, but it's actually too late potentially. For Batman and all the Robin backstory stuff, it's just it's just to get us to point yeah. B, 
which is you have these ravenous zombies like attacking this world and no one and nothing is safe. That's spread both by telecommunications or like social media. Like cell, like Stephen King's cell. <laughs> um, and then but also Perfect by blood to blood contact. So they kinda like check both boxes, which is like For sure. And them. can I just say I'm sad that Nightwing was one of the affected. My yep. favorite superhero. That was a big reveal. That ass will still remain though. Mm. I think it'll be fine. It'll so, be, I would, that will be great. I would bite into that ass and get a virus. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, same. That's your right. sex life in general. Yeah. <laughs> don't big shame him. Um, so what I did like, uh, the real big takeaway, I, I drew the first uh, first issue, I want to see more. The things that I enjoyed the most about it was that um, it moves fast, obviously. Tom Taylor's still a good writer. A bit expedition-y, but they end with the greatest twist that I actually wouldn't have thought to see coming is that Batman is pretty much probably going to be off the grid. Yeah. Literally, they originally talked about this. He was going to be the detective trying to solve it. Which they always have him sort of as the central figure. Right, exactly. I don't think they're going to take him off the grid because he's just (laughs) too popular. But but... how is he going to survive? It's blood to blood. Well, it's Batman. They got some shit. Tom Taylor said he's going to be a detective trying to figure it out from the beginning of the series. Ooh, that makes me upset, but I hope it's... Maybe it's a Game of Thrones type thing. But um, it's a very... like Tom Taylor's a great writer, and like he writes interaction with these characters really well. And even if you don't read DC Comics yeah. and don't know who these folks are, like, you immediately get who they are. I like, just he, feel bad for Alfred. He's always dealing with stuff. Run, Alfred! Get the fuck out of here! Like, poor guy. Well, so the issue I actually know. includes a preview for, uh, what the hell was it Batman, called? Batman, The Last Night on Night Earth. Night on Earth. And I don't know if you read the preview. It was very cool. I'm it super interested in the storyline. It's like the idea that uh, he's waking up from... Um, Sort of a cra- he's in Arkham, and I think they like kind of toyed with that before. Yeah, but it was just really well done. Well, thanks, Adam, because I guess now we're going to be reading and reviewing that yeah. book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. what if, that's the that? virus right there, Adam. Oh, yeah. Clark, I'm I- barely holding on to this one. I just don't care. Like, I really <laughs> just like kill him. I, well, that's what I. But I, that's I'm what totally I, unconcerned by everything that's happening. But that's the thing. That's what I want from a comic like this. The same reason why I liked it. It's like you've got to be able to give. I like alternate universe of any Marvel, DC, what have you, because you can. There's more stakes. Well, yours sounded more interesting. What's that? Injustice sounded much more interesting. It is mine. I own yeah. Injustice. <laughs> you, you did. You did it on that. Um, this one, guy, guys. Do you hear that though? It's newsflash. That's the newsflash. So, Legion Season 3, we have a debut date, uh, June, June 24th. June 24th. Yes. It is soon. But, you know, that was about a year ago. It's on a Monday now instead of a Tuesday. Oh, like, is that better or worse normally? Mm, I mean, I it's over anyway. I think rating. it's about the yeah. same. Yeah. I would say it's negligible. Uh, but it's the last season. Very last. Uh, and I, I know, my, you hate it. My interest went down, happens. but I'll watch <laughs> it Certainly. to review it. We'll be reviewing it. Yeah, for sure. Ding, ding, bloop, 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 bloop. What is, oh my god, it's Sonic! Why are you collecting those rings? <laughs> oh, it's Sonic! Yeah. Uh, no, can you start singing Gangster's Paradise, please? So, someone tell me why okay. that was chosen. Okay, I don't know. So, you know how you saw uh, previews for Detective Pikachu and you were like, wow, that actually looks great. What if that was in an alternate universe where it was blue and looked awful? That's what the Sonic... That might be the worst trailer I think I've ever seen. It looks like a zombie version of like a 2003 movie with really improved uh, visuals with terrible design. Well, luckily, bad dialogue. luckily, no one was having it. So the internet pushed back hard. And like they a day basi- and a half. They basically said the that... memes were amazing. Yes. So people were doing artists, like, renderings of what it should look like. Uh, 
I mean, he looks like fucking me. He's got like a long, like he <laughs> just, like it's just like a long, like long body. That's not what Sonic looks like. His eyes were too small. He had human teeth. It was yes, just you have human teeth. Well, no, wow. actually, I have Sonic teeth. It's a weird thing. Um, but uh, so that so they did say that they would be going back and changing something. And fixing uh, everything. Can they fix the last scene in the trailer where they ask, uh, "What's his face? The guy plays Cyclops." Uh, James, James Marsden. James Marsden. It's like, sir, is your child in a bag? Well, it's a child, but it's not mine. So that isn't your child in the bag. I was like, what is that creepy fucking scene? I didn't mind it? that joke, but it was very disturbing. That's not even a joke. That's what I, yeah, I, want, and bags. I want it to be like a... That, it's almost like a completely different movie. It's very like adult, like Howard the Duck type shit. No. I didn't. No. It's, that was the only it, thing I accepted. It's more like yeah. Austin Powers the third movie humor. It's Gold bad. member, yeah. Oh, like, how dare you, because I hope you remember the joke where Beyonce's like... Tell me something I don't know. And then he Ooh. says, I once open mouth face kissed a horse. And I was like, this is funny to me. <laughs> but you're right. also 12 years old. There you have it. This is like Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. Oh, it's, no, it's Jim Carrey looks so bad. I'm like, ugh. Like, he's a talented guy, but he does bad, it's horrible just, shit all the time. being a bad guy. So, I, so let's, let's keep going on Newsflash. So one of the Game of Thrones spinoffs has been cancelled. Not the one with Naomi Watts. That's that 10,000 <laughs> years ago. Not the one that was actually cast. That was the one that I thought got cancelled, which is why I was sad when I read the news. Yeah, you gotta read Beyond the Headline, boo. No, clickbait only, please. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know what this other spinoff was gonna be about, but it was gonna be by Brian Cogan, who's one of the writers on yes. Game of Thrones, was developing it. And he's like, you know what? I've had eight years of Game of Thrones. I'm done. I'm out. Boom. Yeah. So it definitely doesn't need two spin-offs. Um, in other news, uh, something that I am excited about, but I know Clark really wants to talk about, Willow oh. may become a Disney show. Talk Clark, about that. go on. Speak on that. What do you mean speak on? I just fucking love Willow. What do you like yeah. so much about but Willow? Willow the movie. Let's talk about that. I like Willow trees. What do you mean? <laughs> I love Willow. Well, Willow the character Willow from, from characters. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking that's what you were going. That works. But too. I was like, that's a weird reference. No, Willow's a movie. So yeah. I'll By like Ron Howard. Howard. We're talking about yeah. the movie. What do you like about it? I don't know. It's just fun and cute and weird and oh, somewhat violent. Like and I you. loved it. And you love Val. Smart, cute, weird, and somewhat violent. <laughs> I didn't say you didn't say smart before. I will yeah. say that. What did I say? And Val Kilmer has both been I in Willow. What was the first thing I said? I think you said it definitely wasn't smart. It definitely wasn't no, smart. Wasn't. Let's end on that note. Yeah. In other news. Uh, some terrible news, some really sad news. Ugh. That shitty guy, Noah Centineo, <laughs> from some terrible Netflix show where he becomes... Who is he? So he's on a Netflix show where he becomes a different guy depending on what the girl he goes on Oh, no, that move. that's a movie. Yes, that's a movie. Oh, God, that so movie So he has awful. been cast as He-Man, protector of the universe. He might be just... Prince Adam. He can't get that big in a year. He said he was cast as He-Man on a late night Well, show. I'm sure it'll be CGI He-Man the same <sighs> way that Mark Ruffalo is CGI yeah, Hulk. Yeah, Dude, but at least like... I don't know. At least Hulk is really big and green. Like, it He's seems odd to then evolve this and person. And and yeah. I don't know. They might make him work out like crazy. I don't know. Hmm? He looks of a type that he could be buff at some point. I mean, point. Adam, Prince Adam always looked attractive anyways. Right. Like, that was just, when I just yeah. not he just like looked a like He Man, but in clothes. Right, that's, that's why I always thought. I'm like, like, I always not know who the two are. Are you idiots? Because he wore glasses. It's, oh, no that's one knew right. Superman for the longest is, time. This is all a big question mark. Honestly. So Super what I'm I am looking forward to is Good Omens coming out at the end of May, yes. and they did a little music video to promo it, 
and it's the nuns of the chattering order, which was one of my favorite throwaway things from the book. It's like you got these nuns, you know, when you think of nuns or like religious figures, you think of them being like really quiet and very mm-hmm. solemn. No, these nuns don't shut the fuck up. Uh, in fact, one of the characters' name is Sister Mary, Sister Mary Loquacious, which is a pretty fucking funny name. So they do a song about the birth of the Antichrist. They're definitely referencing things like Rosemary's Baby and The Omen and a bunch of other stuff. But it makes me really look forward to the show. And the promo also has a cameo by Neil Gaiman. Oh, I love Gaiman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marvel announced that they will be doing uh, two new series for Hulu. Uh, one is Marvel's Ghost Rider and Marvel's Hellstrom. So they did confirm that uh, the same guy that plays uh, Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be the same Ghost Rider. But they did say it will not be connected okay. in any so, way so. to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, and they're basically going to throw a lot of that So out. was the Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because I didn't watch it, was it Robbie Reyes or was it Danny Ketch or Johnny Blaze? Robbie, it was Robbie. Robbie Reyes. It was Robbie with his car. With a car. Which is and actually I like that I, I mean, he was super hot He's in hot. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he wasn't actually too bad as an actor. I thought it was fun. It was very nice of them to let him continue. Yeah. I'll say like something... I've heard conflicting because this was mostly from the CBR stuff that we took the news from. I heard conflicting reports mainly because they called him. uh, What's the name of the guy who is? What's the name of the guy? Nicholas Cage. No, the guy that was in Rogue One. Oh, Diego Luna. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be Ghost Rider. No, but I don't know what the real. That's that's just it's Diego Luna. That is just generically mixing ethnic people. No, 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 no. What I'm saying because I have to double. I don't know. There was not. I thought I read somewhere online that like the original story that broke was necessarily. Will you give us an update? Let me go look. Well, so I will say uh, I love Hellstrom as a character. Who is that? So he's the son of Satan. He was married to Patsy Walker in the comics. Uh, Russian version of Hellcat. I don't think. Talk about that. No, but <laughs> they could uh, easily bring her in better than she was in that shitty fucking show. Maybe, but Jessica um, Jones. He's, he's kind of an anti-hero character. Yeah, one of my favorite writers, Warren Ellis, who wrote the Castlevania series that we reviewed before. Mm-hmm. He really kind of like made a splash on the Hellstrom comic, Hellstrom comics, in like the early to mid '90s, and like started like gaining notoriety from like those like ten or so issues that he did. Um, it's it, like when written well, like he's a great character. The the just the quick description that they sort of said was it would be him, but also his sister and their Satana. Yeah. yeah, so, so oh, their cool. adventures sort of together. So that's kind of cool. That I'm it's excited. Not just that's him. gonna be great. Yeah. So uh, War of Realms, a comic that we're reading, we're going to talk about issue three in a few minutes. But uh, Marvel's looking at maybe turning it into an animated feature, which right. I think would be really fucking so cool. cool. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be so fun. There's so many characters that. I, I think it would be fun to see come. And it's such a standalone thing. I feel yeah. like even though we didn't read most of the stuff really leading up to it, or some of us did, some of us didn't, I yeah. just like, I'm and, like, cool, this all makes sense. Like, I'm sure it'd be a great animated feature. And I think, I think they sort of did this, uh, this crossover right now because Game of Thrones is so big. And I think there's some similarities there that they're trying to capitalize on, which I, sure. which I, is just generically medieval and fantasy. I hope the animation looks like Russell Dodderman's art, because his art is oh, beautiful. Oh, bitch, yes. That would be great. Yeah. So, also, staying with Marvel, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Phil Lord, and Chris Miller uh, have signed a deal to develop live-action and animated series set within Sony's Spider-Universe. Did which you see Phil Lord before? He's a cutie. I'm into him. Is he a cutie? <laughs> I'm into him, yeah. Uh, all right. 
He looks kind of like Jewy, and I'm into that. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Hey, He's got dating. floppy hair. You're not dating what? a Jew anymore. You oh, can't say God that. Oh, God damn it. Look, they're called Jewish people. Maybe, we just maybe me and my boyfriend will convert. You don't know. <laughs> Jesus. You're, it's like, not Jesus, Jesus, Joseph, no, and Jesus. Mary. It's the Seinfeld episode. You just want the jokes. Like, <laughs> oh. Uh, as long as you're making out of Schindler's List, that's all I care about. Oh, no. Moving on. Yeah. Karen are they gonna what? Put these. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Disney Plus. I don't think they've announced where they're where they will be housed. Yeah, I find it interesting they're doing both animated and live action. I think I'm into that. Yeah, I, I think they're smart to capitalize on those creators. I, I just want a Spider Ham cartoon. Me too. Yeah. That'd be fun. Even if it was just like if they have a normal one and then you get a little Spider Ham adventure at the tail end of it. Yeah, that'd well, be fun. So actually, what I would love is that. Yeah, it's almost uh, what is it? The sh- uh, Shonen. Ma- magazine like in Japan they always have like weekly issues of every like, like Shonen Jump yeah, like yeah Shonen Jump every major series Tales of the Spider-Verse kind well, of that's what show. I mean like each you get a little bit of each world okay. every time or something or like yeah there's different yeah, anthology yeah like different selection of episodes but oh. same kind of characters oh, you love Death and Robots but in the Spider-Verse no oh, kind of that would be super fun yeah so Karen Gillan, uh, who plays Nebula, uh, says she wants to direct an MCU film. Well, great, Karen. So do I. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why. You really, you must have read this piece of news. You're like, gotta keep this in my mind. Gotta keep this in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> nope, just had it now. <laughs> had it written on his right hand. Uh, so Clark and I went to Awesome Con last week. Which is what? Uh, awesome Con is a big comic book and sci-fi convention in DC. You have a lot of. Actors from various properties, like a lot of creators show up. It takes place in the uh, DC Convention Center, which is large. It's going on for at least five years now, I want to say. Yeah. Um, it's a smaller one, but they're building up. Like, they're a pretty building, good It's built over time a lot, because I think I went to the first one with my yeah. mom. Oddly yeah. Enough. Yeah. It's like uh, only like 12, you know. <laughs> yeah. So what do we do? So we got to, the big highlight was we got to meet Steve Orlando, who's a, mostly a writer for DC Comics. We were supposed to see Ma- Matthew Rosenberg, but he was just Aww. fucking wasn't there. We didn't he know he the... apparently had a family emergency. That's so all right. Oh, that's a shame. No, I, know. I love him. Uh, uh, there were a lot of creators there, like Tom King, who wrote the Vision miniseries, which we love. Very. Greg Capullo, who's the artist of Batman Last Night on Earth, that we saw the little preview for in Deceased. Uh-huh. But Steve Orlando was there, who we had met a couple years ago at FlameCon, and he is bisexual, and he writes mostly DC comics. He wrote a Justice League of America comic. He's currently writing Martian Manhunter. He's written a bunch of indie stuff, and he was very lovely. He's a little cutie. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's like about five, six, maybe. He's a little. He's tiny. He's like, little. Yeah, but he's... But but he, and cutie. He's cute. Uh, uh, we posted a picture of Clark, me and him, on our Instagram and on our Twitter. Uh, he was very friendly, and we hope we'll get a chance to interview him I when got, we go to FlameCon. Apollo and Midnighter, his, like, trade paperback. Yeah. This uh, woman named... She, she, yes. yes. I love what this. What was that bitch's name? Um, <laughs> this woman named Cheryl was the one in front of me trying to get a good book, <laughs> but he spelled it wrong for her. It started with an S, but he put a C. He looked up and was like, wait, you said S? So then they, they put it away... Made it so it wasn't be paid anymore. I was like, the only reason I'm getting this book is because you fucked up this name. <laughs> so so you got Cheryl's book? Yeah, and then he says, so Cheryl, to Cheryl, blah, 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 and Clark. But the thing that I love that both you and I got was there was a vendor that had like little frame pictures hey. that was like sad versions of certain things that happen in movies. Uh-huh. And so I got one that was from Clueless, so Cher, like looking really sad, saying, 
as if question mark oh. and then like from Spaceballs, you know like when they're like combing the desert mm-hmm. and then they have like the afro pick comb yeah and it says we haven't found shit question mark yeah. i'm glad you didn't do the voice uh, no i couldn't do the voice Please but the don't. one the one that you got was the saddest well, the one. one i got was already sad it was artax oh. the horse dying in the never oh, story <laughs> they didn't need to make it sadder because that was fucking depressing what did already. it say nothing nothing, nothing. It, did not, horse it, it did not need anything no, in the quicksand you saw yeah. Treyu as well wow but yeah that's dark. Well, I needed to perfect that for you. But yeah. there were some really, really good ones in there. And there was a slight uh, awesome con scandal because there was supposed to be a Pride Alley, and then apparently, <gasps> what happened? Uh, Washington Spill Blade it. and Awesome Con were like, "Oh, we asked all the artists that were going to be there. They wanted to be in Pride Alley. Or they wanted to be dispersed, and they said dispersed." And everyone's <gasps> like, "That didn't happen. Like, no one ever agreed wow. to that." Oh, well, yeah. what's interesting is then the FlameCon people would have been there too, like the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the group behind yeah. FlameCon. They were there. Uh, Clark and I got to talk to them and let them know that we're going to be showing up um, August 17th and 18th. <laughs> they were like, who are you? Yeah. They really did. They are yeah. like, you're homo what? Yeah, exactly. I just oh. locked up and let him Wait. talk. <laughs> hey, where'd you where'd you get that tea, by the way, Adam? Where'd you get that tea from? Oh, uh, it's actually my friend Ben's been posting about it on Facebook. I can see if I can find some of the articles about it. Is it real news or fake news? Because, you know, Facebook <laughs> is... No, it's like, like, it didn't happen. I don't know this. I don't want to put, like, Washington Blood Washington Blade on blast. I think they were a sponsor. Yeah. And I think it was just weird that nothing, like something's weird about it that didn't happen, but I'm not going to blame it. Yeah. And you won't it? know because you won't click pass it. Like, I'm never going to. Yeah. I, all I saw was someone posting some weird meme with the Pikachu face that said, <laughs> what do you mean there's no Pride Alley? He's like, I guess there's no Pride Alley. Why, would, just, why would they have it? Because it's, I mean, Steve Orlando was on the section where all the Because major... it just, it, it better connects well, more known and lesser known areas. So at, at PAX, when we went, there was an entire diversity lounge, which worked out really well to connect the dots on all the people. Like, obviously, if you like one game, it's, uh, it's actually an organization, I don't want to get into this, but it's an organizational be- uh, design, what is it called? Industrial org. It's an industrial org concept where it's like, if you like wigs, you want to have a wig shop pretty close to another wig and shop, so when people wig. go shopping, Adam, you always yeah. But that's also the case when they had all these different DC art, the DC um, not artists, excuse me, writers all next to each other, and then like failed. like Steve Orlando was almost on the backside of Tom King, like one over. From well, I guess yeah. people are gonna have to prioritize, and apparently. <laughs> by their the company or by homosexuality. Yeah. yeah. And I want to just gather all the homosexuals and put them on an island. So, yeah. sorry. You yeah, call me uh... Mykonos. Yeah, we've been there. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. So, let's talk about some TV. So, we saw the last two episodes of Doom Patrol, episode uh, 10, uh, which is... Oh, Patrol. Patrol. No, I'm not calling it that. <laughs> I'm calling it Wait, Patrol. what porno was I watching? <laughs> Wait, it, Hole Patrol doesn't make sense <laughs> it because... <makes> <laughs> It's because Doom doesn't sound like yeah. Hole at all. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Either. Maybe Dick Patrol? That, that doesn't even sound right. Yeah. Oh, but no, no, no. It's, it's, it's Dom Patrol. Oh, I mean, it's that. It's an S&M. It's an s Dom Patrol. I, okay. Well, I mean, we'll keep workshopping. Yeah, oh, sure. So we watched two episodes, uh, Hair Patrol episode 10 and Francis Patrol episode 11. What do we I think? I get them all confused with their names. Yeah. Uh, I love France Patrol. Francis Patrol. France Patrol. The most recent episode. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. I really, I, I, Cliff is really growing on me as a character, mm-hmm. and I think he really redeemed himself in this last episode of like trying to retrieve the gold watch from the Alec, from Francis uh, the alligator. Yeah. Yeah. I finally got to the point where I actually like a character. Which you one? Like Cliff? Rita. 
Rita. Oh, Rita's, Rita's my favorite. Rita. Now that she kind of dug herself out of her sad sackness yes. and she's telling I people agree. what's what, I'm totally sold. Totally. On. I think a lot of the characters did, like, maybe not 180s, but at least, like, I don't know, like 120s for me. Because even with. Adam, you're mad. You should be a Scientologist recruiter because what you are saying makes no sense at all times and it sounds like a pyramid scheme. Well, because, like, what is it? Negative Man. Negative Man, yeah. I finally. And, like, I wish they could have sped some of these learnings up, but, like, I thought that was a really sweet episode. It was nice. It was ni- it was a nice send-off to his boyfriend. There's a lot of gay white man problems, but I was here for it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but gay white man problems in the 60s. No, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Problem. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, it, I'm glad that it's a nice continuation of that kind of storyline, but it has a reason to be that story. I would like to bring up something. Please. Okay, I'm, a, I'm pretty much okay with all the characters, there's something going on with Cyborg. It's either the actor, the way he's written. There's, yeah. there's something so straight. Maybe his delivery. Maybe is that weird. actor is sh- like. I, there is something going on. I think it's partly the writing and his acting. I think it's a bad combination. I don't think either one is necessarily bad. Unwatchable. Unwatchable. <laughs> I'm never against him, but I'm never for him. Yeah. I can't stand it. I just want to fast. I already said I scream at him every time. Just like talk to your father, goddammit. Like, it's the magic. You're point. either you're gonna talk to your dad and help him save everything, or you're gonna kill everybody you know. It's the, the it's better. Fucking dumb. It's one of the better versions of Cyborg I've seen, and I still don't like it. it I think I don't like that character. I don't get that character. Well, the I, reason why I, it doesn't work is because he's the trying to be a Captain America leader type, yeah. but is also slightly petulant as a child. So it doesn't. It's like it's one thing to have like a Damian Wayne who's like this. You know, is that expert? But that sounds more interesting than what we see on screen. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Well, they're shoving a character who's never been in the series into the series with no ties to anything. They're trying to make him weird, but they can't. They really shove Cyborg into anything, don't they? Uh, yeah. But, um, I do love... I do love... You'll get shoved it in. My favorite character from Doom Patrol, (laughs) they're foreshadowing him, and they mentioned him in this most recent episode, is Flex Mentallo. Yeah, what is that about? So, it's basically, in the comics, it is a a play on, like, those old, like, ads you see saw in comics of, like, the hero, muscle hero strong, of the beach, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong guy or whatever. And so they made him into a character in Doom Patrol. And one of my favorite comics is a miniseries that Grant Morrison wrote and Frank Whiteley drew. The guy who did like uh, New X-Men and like All-Star Superman and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's a he's a very like um, uh, meta character. And he basically came from a comic book, which I would set within like, you know, in a comic book universe. Yeah. I think it's really neat. Uh, they did a the last two episodes. There was a lot of winks and nods to the comic, like the yeah. Beard Hunter yeah. in, uh, in Hair Patrol um, is uh, was was really good. They actually updated him pretty nicely because in the comic, uh, which was released in the early '90s, it was almost like a uh, like a pastiche or like a, a parody of like a Punisher type character mm-hmm. that was super popular at the time, like an antihero. In this, they made him really schlubby. Yeah. And, Little flabby, so fucking gross. And him eating the hair. Oh, but what? There's they were doing a lot of body horror the past two episodes. There was him eating the hair. There was Cyborg cutting himself open. I was like, this is a lot. (laughs) They're like, we can be bold, and you're like, don't be. What I will say that I enjoyed for just to give Cyborg some credit, I really enjoyed the conversation on the bus with him and Jane, especially when they were both obviously finally like connecting on the fact that he's like, you ever not in control of yourself? She's like, yeah, fucking all the time, you dumb bitch. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. Um, but I don't need to go for help at all. Right. No, yeah, it's down. But I don't receive help. 
And the last thing I'll just say, I liked Niles Calder's storyline of him yes, in the past. The cave woman. The cave woman. I thought at that first was I was, where all the budget went. Yeah, it was that entire episode. That was sure. so weird. It was weird, and I didn't. I was like, I don't think I like this until the very end yes. when the hunter came back. Totally. And he basically like like killed him yes. like by having him fall him on the ice. Very cool. really the beginning really... of that episode, I was like, what is this? A fucking supernatural it was episode? So confusing. <laughs> That's what I felt like right? a supernatural episode. Um. Yeah, I, I overall the series is still strong. Uh, do you guys want to talk about some comics? Let's talk about some comic books. Yeah. So we were reviewing two weeks of comics. So we have a bunch of X Men, X Men Extremists, Mister and Mrs. X, War of Realms, X Men Number One, Prisoner X. Uh, there's a lot of X's. Uh, Uncanny X Men Number Seventeen. War of Realms, X Men One. I just love I just loved you being extremist. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Mystic, War of Rounds? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were surprised I, by that. It's it's like there's sound bits that I'm putting together in my head. Um, And then War of Realms number three. Let's start with War of Realms since it's the big crossover. Um, I'm in love with this series. Uh, I love that, like, there was a mission to go get Thor from Jotunheim. Um, and, like, of course, Freya gives, like, Captain America, like, the, uh, she's the one, he's, like, he has to lead it. Like, I think it's just really cool. Yeah. I, they're juggling a lot of plot lines, but I'm okay with it. I it does too. feel like, and that's the thing about, like, I, that's why I was, like, asking if we were gonna read all of them, because I kind of want to fill in some of the blanks, because it feels yeah. like we're watching a summary, re, you're watching yeah. a recap of all yeah. of these other issues that are happening. Meanwhile, underwater, right, yeah, there and is it's a, still good, but... Yeah. There was another series, uh, not series, a uh, one-shot that came out a day that was about Freya and Captain America and all of them right. going through and stopping. My favorite moment was actually Daredevil with Heimdall. That was cool. That and, was crazy. Yeah, yeah, when Daredevil becomes the god of the god of fear. Yeah. Is that what they called him? Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed that part of it. I mean, again, I'm overall super engaged in the story. It's one of those things I'm like... I'm going to really want to read a full trade paperback uh, at some point. Well, they're all going to be on Marvel Unlimited. So yeah, right. So I'm reading so, Journey into Mystery. That's the only um, extra now, what is that? Is that what starring Sif? Or who's it starring? Journey into Mystery. It's um, Miles Morales and Balder and a whole oh, other crew. Balder. And they're trying to get Thor's baby, uh, baby sister safe and going to California to do so. Oh, okay. And it's basically Balder's been dead so long that he's trying to get all these uh, these characters, but he keeps getting the wrong ones. Oh. Like Deathlock is Deathlock. Death Lock Lock Ness. Yeah. That's that's cool. That I would totally And read he that. gets uh, Simon like Wonder Man, but he, Wonder Man is a pacifist now, so he's getting everything fucking wrong the entire thing. Wrong Spider-Man, wrong wrong Hawkeye. It's a really it's really good so far. Uh, what I like also about the series is like they showed the map at the end of issue three. Cool. Yeah, and I love like I who's like taken that. over. Like you it's, have like the very on. Age of Apocalypse. I, I remember the con they used to yeah. always have I love that the Frost it. Giants took North America when they should have just taken Antarctica <laughs> and been done with it. Well, what you they're like they're sick of ice. Uh, yeah. You know, like, Maybe it, that's funny. Roxxon took uh, took on uh, Antarctica. Yeah, with, they came over Roxxon there. With uh within the same Realm, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, War of Realms, X-Men number one. Obviously, Danny becomes a Valkyrie. We yeah. needed her to do that. So is that Pat, that's past history? It, it's before we're uncanny. Oh, yeah. 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 So, because so Wolfbane's in it. Yeah. Got it. Not dead, yeah. yeah. Um, no, 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 I'm sorry. I meant like she was... Oh, she, she became a Valkyrie. previous history of yeah. Yeah. Sure. decades, yes. They, they actually flat out said that uh, Danny has her powers again, which I appreciate. Yeah, they're really just kind of matter of fact. They're like, so that... don't worry about it. Which, <laughs> and I won't. 
Yeah. Um, and then we get a little sneak peek that Sunspot will probably come back <gasps> as well. Yay! Did you see that? Yeah. They're, they're going to kill him off immediately. Correct. Oh, I love I love oh, the oh, It was okay. very cool. I liked this what? issue a lot. I'm interested to read the rest of the mini, like the mini shots um, from them. Yeah. So, so with going with that, um, Uncanny X-Men number 17 is sort of within that. Uh, same I, sort of. I've been loving the series, but this issue was. <laughs> okay, talk about it. So it's very problematic online because obviously Rain died, Wolfsbane yep. died, and the way she died is making people upset, and some people like it, some people hate it. So the way she died was uh, they do it, they throw they show it through a flashback yep. of her being accosted in a park by a bunch of like toxic masculine yeah. guys, and she shows her powers. They freak out. And they basically just beat her to a pulp. Well, before that, she goes, no, I am giving up this life and yeah. I want to assimilate to being a human. Yeah. And she doesn't really fight back. She turns back from being a wolf to a human, which just doesn't track for me as a character. That's, I think that's the... It's it, character it's assassination. A, it's a good story if that was maybe... If there was if nothing, that was ma- it was connected to nothing yeah, else. If this was a new character, it would be fine. It would be a good... <laughs> story to tell but she's literally been to like hell and beat off demons yes. she's she's like kill, not kill well, but she's entire, like beat so many people her off. entire storyline from the get-go was like being pushed down and beaten by her stepfather for his stepfather yes oh his, the like the religious the, 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 the Catholic, Catholic, for his entire life exactly. she's gone through being beaten 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 well and literally like and then we kill her by being beaten and pushed down. Well, it's just I, fucked up, and just I. I it just feels like I'm over it. I mean, I like Rosenberg, but like it feels like he wanted to make a point yeah. about like a certain storyline and shoehorned in a character without any kind of connection to what her previous. Uh, so as someone, were. yeah, I think that's as someone who's not a huge background connection with Will Spain. I thought, yeah, I was like, okay, this storyline makes sense. I thought I was like on the plane and almost like crying because I think it was very parallel to. No, the reason why is because it was like the whole scene of that was. The language that was used in the attack that happened was very comparable to like transphobic attacks and things like that. Yeah. So like I, I mean like I, I certainly don't have enough perspective on this to be like it's good or bad. So I'm like interested to like learn more about how people are feeling. But I would like I think if it felt I'm sure there's like ways it probably could have made more sense or connected better. I'm sure they want to like we already make the connection that mutant is usually very allegory to like LGBT stuff. So I'm like I'm not sure how tastefully done it was handled. But I thought I was getting very emotional because I was very connected to this. Like I'm like, oh, I'm seeing this, and I know like what other people have, what I've heard and experienced. I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot. I think it's just not true to the character. It's not true. Right. That right. totally makes Everyone sense. Everyone will get better. It's fine. I the way he's killing off people left and right and sort of like doing things. I'm wondering if it's all just going to get rebooted. It will be when, 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 Hick, when Hickman yeah. starts. Um, yeah. I did like the ending though about like when Juggernaut's oh. like, oh, we got to go after everybody who's still like like our enemies. And like Emma Frost, they're like, "Who's Emma oh, Frost?" And I was like, that, yeah. "That was a really obviously like, Emma's my favorite character." You made the best point ever, Juggernaut. I also enjoyed the revenge fantasy from Wolverine and Canon. Quanon? Canon. Good old Canon. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but why the fuck are they doing it? They have no connection to her at all. Yeah, it makes sense. She's a sexy it's assassin. Like, it's like every other character has a better connection with her than else. Yeah, why is that Mortal Kombat character hanging out with Wolverine? <laughs> so that was like, that's a good end point for this. It was like, not knowing the history, like, the funeral was nice, but I didn't care that much. Because yeah. I was like, also, this at the funeral, Longshot and Prodigy were there. Nobody looked like themselves. 
The art was also wrong. There was like some random blonde woman, and you're like, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I thought that was Emma Frost. It was very confusing. Yeah, it was just magic with her bangs. Um, some other books came out. Extremist number three, Mr. and Mrs. Pass. X-10, <laughs> Prisoner X-3. I like Prisoner X a lot. Prisoner X, I think, might be the best of the uh, Age of X-Men titles. It, it's floundering. This probably Each each minis, miniseries should have probably been like three instead of five. It's, Maybe. It's... it's the universe that. itself is floundering less so. Yeah. I almost would have appreciated there were more just like, to your right, just shorter anthology yeah. type things where like there was it different segments of this. Yeah. At least this one's not about love. Yes. This I one and Next po- Gen, I think, are the ones that are the best because they're not yeah, constantly they're not harping love. on love, 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 love. Extremist is love. definitely the worst. I yeah, I, I don't know. I, again, I need to sit down and read them all at once. Like, I think reading them week by week is not Truth. helping my, Ugh. the way, like, and the same thing happened with Age of Apocalypse, like, 20 years, 20 some odd years ago. Totally. I, what was so funny is I, for, as a child, I only ever had Alpha and Omega, and uh. so I thought those were the only things in the comic <laughs> It took me so long until I was in college, and I was like, there's more? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like you didn't realize, like there was like stuff that happened in between. Like I just was a really like social, dumb child, yeah. Like comic. I mean, I knew their stuff happened, but I didn't care. Like I didn't realize how good it was altogether. I love the first like ten the, minutes, last ten minutes of movies too. Like the Gen X, oh, I think about it all the time. And what Gen is, X, it was called. Oh, but it was oh Generation Next. Was Generation it really? Next? Yeah, it was yeah, pretty bright. The saddest fucking storyline on the planet. Yeah, really. But was. anyway, Mr. and Mrs. X is terrible, and I can't wait for it to be canceled. <laughs> It will be soon. Um, yeah, there's only mind. one more issue. I didn't mind this issue. It was uh, alright. So what's happening it's next week, Cameron? So next week we've got uh, Doom Patrol episode 12. Uh, we've got three episodes of The Tick, episodes 3 through 5. We have X-Force number 7. And we have one Age of X-Men uh, comic, which is Apocalypse and the Extracts number 3. Yeah, I got it. Doom Patrol. <laughs> No, uh, and on that, let's end it. 